anyway, to start with, just the the, the general minute is that you say Birchus Atayra after Elakai Neshoma. You say Ashiyotzar, Elakai Neshoma, Birchus Atayra. So what's the Kesher between these two in Yod? So there's a couple of Mashodas. First of all, there's a, a Medrash that a Kodesh who says, Im Tishmur Esneiri, Ani Eshmur Esneiroscha. Meaning to say, we have a Nair, Nair Elohim Nishmas Odom, Choyfesh Kolchadri Botan. At the same time, Torah is an Oyer, Nair Mitzvah of Torah Oyer. So Kodesh Baruch Hu says, you take care of my Nair, I'll take care of your Nair. Your Nair is your Neshama, my Nair is the Torah, and you take it, my Nair, and you learn Torah, I'll take care of your Neshama. So we connect Al-Kai Neshama to Birchas HaTorah with that Chesh Ben and Moin. There's another Machshava, you know, I said it over once, B'Shev Reb Shimshin Pinkas, and I couldn't find it in the Sefer again, but I'll call upon him, he says, you have to know, we say Asher Yotzar, then we say Elokai Neshama. Then we say the Baruch of Lasek B'Divrei Torah. He says, just like you understand, we make Birchas HaTorah, we make, let's say you make a Baruch Asher Yotzar. So you say that without Torah, without the, without the, without the, Without all the the avodim in in yiposeach echad mehem or yisos i efshel liskai yibalamaduchnech, I understand when I say Ashiyotzar that I'm making a bracha that something that if Hashem didn't take care of me, I can't exist. Right? You know, if if, if it's not shayich, I need to have the health of my body or else i efshel liskai. You make a bracha All these things, I can't live without these things. The same way, when you say you have to understand, I can't live without Torah either. The Torah is the same prerequisite. I have to be able to have a kesher to Torah. That's the, the famous Misa with the Radvaz. Radvaz was uh, he wrote a parish on the town of Rishalmi. He's a rov in Eretz Yisrael, and he came to America. So uh, he, he once, on, on his yard site, and he was very an older yid, he was very emotional. And so someone said to him, you know, you've already had the yard site probably 60 years, you're still emotional? He said, let me tell you what I was just remembering. He said, when I was a kid, we grew up in Lithuania. And in Lita, the winters were brutally cold. So I remember one winter... My father didn't have the money. My father's parnosa was he made fireplaces. And one year we just had no money to buy the bricks with which he made fireplaces. So um, came the day, my father didn't have money to send me to Cheder. Those days you, you paid your Cheder every each day. So uh, I came home from Cheder 11 o'clock in the morning. My father knew exactly why he was home. He went to the corner, took out his bag of tools, and he started taking apart the fireplace. So I said, Tati, what are you doing? He said, I'm taking apart the fireplace. I'll have bricks to make somebody else a fireplace, and I'll send you back to Cheder. I said, Tati, we're going to be cold. So he said to me, Davidal, you can live if you're cold, and you can live if you're hungry. You can't live without Torah. And I'm sending it back to Cheder. So that was my father, and that's why I'm crying. 
But that has to be the attitude. You can't live without Torah. So people chazei, we say Ashiyotzi Yefshelis Kayim and Pekechivim Malbesherum Matir Asum Zoykev Kefufim. All of these things, we have to have that same attitude. There was a Meisel with Reb Shach that one day there was supposed to be a meeting. Many of the Gavirim from America were there, and it was a major, major meeting. They're supposed to have with Reb Shach. And so, you know, the Gaboyim, no visitors today. There's no Kabbalah's Kohol. And today is dedicated to a major meeting with the American Gvira. So, um, as they're getting ready for the meeting, the Yid shows up with his son, Bar Mitzvah boy. And he says, Can I just go to the shop for a minute just to get a bracha for the boy? For the... So he says, I'm sorry, today is Mamish, nobody's allowed. He says, I tell him, just for a minute. Boy has bar mitzvah, okay, okay, just for a minute, not a, not, not a moment more. Guy goes in, 15 minutes go by, half hour goes by, an hour and a half later, comes out. They wanted a shechtim. He says, it's into me. I, I, I asked for a bracha. Roshach asked my son, do you enjoy learning? And he said, no. So Roshach sat him down and he started learning a sugi with him. And he wasn't happy till my son had a geshmak in the learning. And so he asked Rav Shach Rebbe, there's gevirim waiting, what's... He says, a kind that doesn't have geshmak, it's so I had to help him. That's how you, you can't live without it. Imamish felt it was pikuach nefesh. He had to help to see it. So, so the bracha that we make is, last week we did then we say baharivna. But the first you say it is, Lasik, because you have to make an Asik out of it. It has to be like it's your business. Like, Mambish, I have the same Gisha to my learning like I have to my business. Right? If you do it as a mice of a year who was getting old, decided, you know, I'm starting to, you know, get, get on in the years, it's time I maybe should start learning a little bit more. So you start to come home late from shul, stuck around for the daf or whatever it was. He's coming home two hours later, and people are coming to his business and they're waiting for him. And his wife starts screaming at him, "Shasam! You don't show up in the business on time. You're going to lose customers." He says, "Bella, relax, relax. That's ain't good. Don't worry." Anyway, two hours turns into three hours, and four hours, and she starts screaming at him, "Sam, the customers are going to leave. You're going to lose the business." He says, "Listen, Bella." Listen, let's imagine, just imagine, first four hours a day, I'm dead. So what are you going to complain if I'm dead, that uh, the store is losing customers? I'm dead, what can you do? And after four hours, the three is amazing. So you're going to complain? So that's, you have to look at it like there's nothing else. It is a business, I'm involved in my business, I'm involved in learning. That has to be the idea. There, there was a, a chassid, a famous chassid named Herschel Ostropolia. Uh, he was a Heberman. He was a Choshevayid, but uh, he was a Heberman. So he came to a town once, and he goes to the Shabbos, and he says, Chaim, I haven't eaten all week. I'm hungry. And you set me up for Shabbos for somebody who's going to serve a good meal. Then he looks around, and he says, You see that guy over there? Veer. Looks like his house would be Geshmak house to eat him. Set me up with him. So the Gabba says, Herschel, Herschel, you don't want to eat in this house. He said, Why not? He says, listen, this guy is a gvir, but he's cheap. 
guys come into his house, they just got hungry and they walked in. Then he serves you the fish, and then he starts asking you questions. And by the time you finish answering the questions, somebody takes away the fish, and then he brings out the soup and the same thing. And Hashem do it eat by him. Hashem says, "Listen, listen. I know I, I can take care of myself. Just do me a favor. Get me, get me by him." Okay. So the the, the Shabbos does his job. Hashem goes to the guy Friday night. And the guy makes kiddush. Everyone gets a drop of wine to be yotze. Then everyone gets a moitzi. You have to give everyone a moitzi chutz. Hey, they serve the fish, and the yid says, "New Herschel, from the yid." Now Herschel did his research. He said, "I come from Leipzig." I also come from Leipzig. He said, "Lansman, he's all excited." So all the guys are already excited. The Lansman, he takes a bite of fish. Then he says, "New, you know." Fischl, the guy with the fish store, he says, yo, yo, he says, so uh, what, how's Fischl doing? Gestorben. Gestorben? He calls his wife, Gertrude, did you hear that? Fischl is gestorben, he owes me a thousand rubles, I didn't know about the Loive, he's me here. I said, what, what about Kloinimus, he's got the hard wisdom, what about him? Eichet gestorben. Kloinimus was gestorben, Eichet Loive, was sein. what's going on, the whole Leipzig is dying. Sir Herschel says, when I'm eating, the Gansa Belt is gestorben. I'm eating, nobody else exists. That has to be the attitude when you're learning. Nothing else exists. That has to be the attitude. So you have to make an ASIC out of learning. It has to be a business. It has to be mamish when I'm learning, whatever it's the daf, whatever it I'm learning. That's it. There's nothing else in, in my life. Then you daven v'harev no Hashem should make the learning gishmak. Hashem and Schwab told over yeah, the famous Shabbos he spent with the Chafetz Chaim, that I went for a walk with him once with a friend of mine, and he told us all these stories. And so um, so he, the Chafetz Chaim sat by the table and he asked the people around him, what, you know, we know the month tasted like anything you wanted it to taste like. He says, what if a person didn't think? So what happened then? So everyone's, you know, was waiting for his answer. He says, you don't think that doesn't have any flavor. He said the same thing with Torah. If you learn Torah, you don't think about it. You don't get into it. It has no time. But if you get into it, then you track the shtickle and you try to understand it and you hop the you understand it. He kissed his lips. He said, "Oh, there's nothing more sweet than Torah." Not only should I learn Torah, I want to feel the sweetness of Torah, and they want to get a Kesher to Torah. We have a Kesher to Torah, Kulon, Yoyde, Shemecha, the Yadiyah is of an intimate relationship. We all can have a, a through Torah, you can have the most intimate Kesher with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because the Torah is Mamash HaKadosh Baruch Hu Alein. When you makasha yourself to Torah, show the Arise of the Kutshub Rihu So that's the, the Kesher you can have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Chavetz Chaim says, when we make the bracha, asher kiddushonu. So he says, just like a sefer, before he writes a sefer Torah, he says over l'shem kedusha sefer Torah. When you say asher kiddushonu b'mitzvoisav to learn Torah, what you want, just like the sefer runs, that the kedusha of the the Torah should be embedded in the parchment that he's writing, that the parchment should absorb the Kedusha of the Sefer Torah. When you say, you're also saying, I want that Kedusha. It's like you're saying, L'shem Kedusha Sefer Torah on yourself. You want to be like that Sefer Torah that, that, that has 
Torah inscribed Beluchais Libechel. That has to be the idea, which uh, it was drafting with that in, in that in mind. It says that the Zes Sefer told us Adam. An Adam is like a Sefer Torah. And uh, one word I think, was another Minsker Rebbe that said this, that just like a Sefer Torah has to have sirtut, it has to have lines. A Yid, who's a Ben Torah, has to also be straight, has to be blot. You don't have physical love, but you have to be, just like a Sefer Torah, should be Yoshir Divrei Emes, it should be Yoshir and Divrei Emes, should be straight. A Yid has to be straight, has to be glot. It has to be an integrity, a glot kind about him. Everything about the year has to be straight. So this is the idea of Hashem Kedoshon of Mitzvah, that we want the Kedusha to be part of who we are. So uh, that's part of the first bracha that we say. Then we say another bracha, You have to know that Hashem chose us from all the nations and this is by specifically by Maimon Harsinai. This is the Gaya, the Yom is the moment when we made the decision to become the Am Hashem, and we became the Am Anifchur, and we became transformed by Maimon Harsinai. Like, um, it's not just that there was an event that we were Makabal the Torah. By Maimon Harsinai, we became the Bonim Hashem Lekechem. And the Torah was nishtarish. The Torah became a chaluk of our atzmias. Like it says in the Mishnah Pirkei Yovis, Chaviv Adam shenivra b'tzelim, Chibi Yaseir Noidas Loi shenivra b'tzelim. As it says, Ki b'tzelim lechim boris Adam. Then it says, Chavivin Yisrael shenikru bonim l'amokrim, shenem of bonim atem l'ashem v'keichem. Then it says, Chavivin Yisrael shenitlhem klichemda. That the Kodesh Baruch gave us the Torah. Is the pshat is that just like a tzelem elikim is a chilek of a person, we become children of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Torah becomes a chilek of our atzmias. That's why when a Yiddish child is born, he's taught the entire Torah. He has a Torah in his primias. Because that was a gift that come by Maimed Harsin that the Torah became part of us. Every single child that is born, is taught the Torah by a model before he's born. Why? Well, the Torah became a part of the atmius of who we are. There's a very Maisa that um, there was a Rebbe, one of the Chadorim, that his, his minig was, that, you know, every Rebbe is going to have Talmidim that are not being Matzliach. And so um, when he had such a situation, he would go home and then say uh, say say for Tillam for the Bochur. And generally speaking, if he said Tillam for a Bochur and he said it with the Ernstkeit of the Rebbe, the Bochur had a had a aliyah. Bochur improved. One Bochur in the Shear that was not doing well. We just couldn't hop any of the learning. And he sat and he said Tillam over and over and over and he saw no change in the child. So one day he meets the mother and he says to the mother, I don't think your child is Jewish. And she was moida that the child was not a Jewish child. And so the Rebbe explained, he said, when I say to Hillen, for a child, it's going to be poil. If this child did not change because of my Hillen, that means there's no Torah in his Pneumius, not Shaykh. When I say to Hillen, it has an effect. If it doesn't have an effect, that means in his Pneumius, there's a chesorim. 
And uh, this is every single gear that has the Torah as a chalik of his atzmis. That's the godless of my Minar Sinai. So you know that the the we say So more it tells us that the Yosef Lava, the Umas Oilum are going to come and they're going to say, wait a second, we want we want Schar also. So we should say, well, you didn't accept the Torah. I say, well, if you would have been kaifa leinu harkigigis like you did to the Yidden, we would have taken the Torah. So why why did you do it to us? So many answers. The Dubna Magid is masquerade with a marshal. He says, you have a Misa, you had two women come to a doctor. And each woman has a child that's not eating. So whatever, the doctor's a nutritionist, very based, whatever, regular doctor. So the doctor examines both kids, and he says to one mother, just don't give him anything to eat. Don't feed him, leave him alone for a week or two, and then come back to me and see where things are holding. The other mother, he says to her, just force the child to eat. Force him to eat, then he'll start eating. Okay. Two mothers at the after the meeting they compare notes and they can't understand that both came with the same problem. He tell he tells me to eat and he tells me not to eat. What's going on? So they went back to the doctor. They said I don't understand. We both had the same issue and she gets told to feed him and she gets told not to. feed So the doctor says it's very simple. You see, your child has a stomach problem. He has a certain part. Of his pain in his stomach or a certain problem. you got to give him some time to let it get healed. And when it gets healed, after a few weeks, he'll feel better and he'll start eating. The other mother, the child's been nursing until now. So he doesn't want to take any food because he's used to his mother's milk and he's afraid that this food's not going to taste good. But once you force him to eat, he'll realize that the food is good and uh, he'll, he'll want it. You just have to get him to taste, you know, that Gerber's baby food, you know, get him to taste the applesauce or, you know, the quinoa or whatever, and he'll taste that it's good and he'll start eating it. But you got to get him to start eating. So this is the same thing Mohabdul was talking about, my Hasid, by Claudius wrote. He says, the Umas Oilum, there's something wrong with them and their panemias. They don't have what it takes to be mekabel the Torah. If you give them the Torah, the stomach is not equipped for it. They, they, they don't have the neshama with them. But by Klal Yisrael, the pshat is they've been nursing from the other sakdoshim. They, they've been spoon-fed from Avram, from Yitzhak, from Yaakov, from Moshe, from Ar- all this time. That they, they see, you just have to force them to take the Torah, and they'll realize, you know, uh, there's nothing better than Torah. Right? The Torah is the, big, the greatest thing. Tamuru Hashem. They just have to taste it, and they realize it. But in their stomach, they can handle it. They've been spoon-fed by the office of Doshin. They have what it takes. They have the neshama that's able to, to is capable of, of of receiving the Torah. And so, therefore, we say, We had to make certain choices also. But we have this chusavos that gave us the koyach of, um, of doing that. So, um, another nekuda that you have to take with you from this ashabuch is you have to have a certain pride. We are the people that HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose to give us Klichemda, to give us the Torah. There's nothing more choshed than receiving the Torah. We have to realize, we have to have a shtolz, what means who we are to have received the Torah. There's a, there's a safer Meshav Nefesh. 
It's written by Yid Rabbi Yochanan Luria. It's a stafer from very, very way back. And uh, could be in the 1500s. This Rabbi Yochanan Luria lived. And so he tells over a mice that happened with him. He lived in the city of Strasbourg. I think. Well, that's where he was at the time of the Mysa. And uh, Strasbourg had a, a king or whatever, some some uh, officer. And they, they made the Yidden wear, you know, whether it was the golden star or the yellow star, or something like that. That wasn't, Hitler wasn't the one who invented it. This was something from the mid, Middle Ages, Yidden had to wear modern hats and different things to make uh, to mock them. So he's wearing whatever it is, and uh, he's standing there, he's, you know, in the palace or whatever he is, and um, the claimer, the galah, comes over to him and he says, Rabbi, why are you wearing that funny uh, hat or whatever it was? So he says, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I'm supposed to say, because they're anti-Semites over here, you know, you've got to be very careful what you say. So uh, he says, listen, uh, I, I don't know, the, the, if the king tells us we have to do it, we do whatever the king says. We're loyal citizens. If that's what the king says, we don't ask any questions. We do what we're told to do. He says, no, let me tell you why you're wearing it. He says, you Yidden, you Jewish people are special people. You're the chosen people. Elamai, Kaddish gave you a lot of things to show that you should be proud of. You have mitzvahs to wear tzitzahs, to wear a yarmulke, to, to dress with sneers. You have all sorts of mitzvahs that you can pride yourself in your Yiddishkeit. But if you don't feel pride in it, if you're not going to to, to wear the the the, the begodim, you're not going to project yourself with that image at the pride of who you are. So then the goyim will tell you, okay, if you're not happy with that, we'll give you our clothing. We'll make you wear uh, different clothing. It says if you yidden would be more proud of who you are, then you wouldn't have to wear these things because you you, you veered away from that pride. That's why you're paying the price. This was a Musash Musi heard from the Galach over there in Strasbourg who, who understood. And so uh, you have to know the godless of the Yid. The similar vein, said this over before, that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he went up to, my, to, to our Sinai to get the Torah, so the Gemara tells us in Shabbos, the Malach Maset HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so Abayashim said he came to get the Torah so the Malachim said bad move why would he give the Torah to people so Abayashim said to Moshe you got to answer them now here Abayashim tells Moshe you have to answer them you want the Torah you have to answer them so Moshe says, uh, I'm afraid, Shema Yisrafuni vehevo should appear. So Moshe says, Achoiz bekise kavoidi, perhaps, hold on to the kise akobin and give them an answer. So Moshe goes and he says, Limitzrayim, you're out of them, did you go to Mitzrayim, do you have parents, do you have to eat, that you need laws of kashas, do you business, do you need laws of chayshin mishvah, do you get married, do you need Ebed Ezer, oh, the whole clerical, what's your shaykhs to the clerical? So the Boishim says to Moshe Rabbeinu, that's the right answer. To Elamai, what are you afraid of? Shema Yisrafuni. You're going to go to the Malachim and you say, I'm just a puny human being and I have all my shortcomings, so I need a Torah because I have to have business and I have to eat and I have to drink and I have to have a relationship with the women. 
so of course you are some inferior quality Bria, you want the Taira, they'll burn me alive, the Hebel should appear. So Boishu says, Moshe, no, Achleiz Bekisei Kvoidi, the house, Boishu. You told Malochim, I have one hand on the Kisei HaKovit. I am a human being, I'm a Yid, and the Yid has one hand on Hashem's throne. I'm more Choshev than a Maloch. Because I have one hand on Hashem's throne. That's what a Yid is. I have a Tzelem Nelekim within me. I'm a Chelek Nelekam Nimal. Yisrael be a Reis and a Kuchibrich Uchadhu. And therefore, don't shterzach to tell them Allah you need the Torah. That's the right answer. But you're afraid. Realize the godless of the Yid has one hand on the Kisei Yaakovit. That's the Yisoy word. And so, the bracha ends, and you say, Now, the Maisa, if it's talking about Maimon Arsina, you should say, Nosa Natoira. Hashem gave the Torah. So, the reality is, that the Rebbeinu is kesedah the noisein ha'toyra. He's giving the Torah all the time, and we have to realize the opportunity to chop, to get the Torah. Every every shuas is another opportunity of kabbalas ha'toyra. Hashem is kesedah kol 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 Yosef. It says in the pasuk, it was a kol gadol b'lo Yosef. It didn't stop. There's still the kolus of our sinai are still resonating in the world. And every Shavuos we relive Kabbalah's Torah. It's noisein Torah. It's Kaseder giving the Torah. And you have to realize what kind of a, a deal this is. There's a, a Misa that I heard that there was a uh, hundred years ago, whatever it was in Tsarist Russia. It was a shul. And uh, on Yom Kippur they would sell. This shul was uh, very, very wealthy people went to the shul. So they're, they're, they're selling, they're bidding for the for psicha by Ne'ilah, which was nice to a very choshet of kibbut. And the bidding is going up of a fortune. There was a Baron Ginsburg who was bidding, and the bidding was up to like, you know, thousands of dollars. There's another guy there, Baron Falk, and he starts bidding against Baron Ginsburg. And he finally wins the, the bidding war for like whatever, 2,500 rubles or some astronomical amount that in American dollars would be a fortune. And so after he finishes and he gets the, the psicha, he turns to the guy sitting next to me, he says, actually you can tell me what exactly is psicha for needle about. So the guy looks at him and says, you just spent like the equivalent of $100,000 to buy and you don't even know what it is. He says, listen, all I know is that if Baron Ginsburg is bidding and he wants it that much, it's got to be valuable. It's got to be priceless because he knows a good deal. And if he's bidding for it like that, I know it's a good deal. So if he wants it, I want it. Now tell me what it is, right? So Tapshat is like this. What do you think? We know, Ginoi, Torah, what it is. Do we know the Hashidus of Torah? So... What do we know? But we know that Chazal said, Yekorahi Mipninen. The wisdom is more precious than diamonds for Shteitzach. That, Chazal say, it means something different. Yekorahi Mipninen means it's more yoker than the Koyin Godel who went Lefnai Velefnim. Means to say, the Koyin Godel goes Lefnai Velefnim on Yom Kippur. Yishtelzach for this is the holiest person going into the holiest place of the holiest day, and he can accomplish their vase boss, right? 
And so we imagine, it's, Yaakov Galinsky gives this marshal, that there's a guy who's got a relative that's very sick. And so the Kayin Godel is about to go in to the, uh, the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And he goes over, he says, Chaim, Chaim, remember your, 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 the Mishpacha that was sick? Tell me the name, I'm going into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He says, it's okay, it's okay, I, I have my Dafyomi Shir later, I'll mention her name there. You have the Kayin Godel going in. And Teret says, no, Yakar Himikrim, and my sitting and learning is more Yakar than the Koyin Gadol going with an idol of name. I'll mention her name when I'm learning, it'll be just as good. Right? That's the, you know, I wouldn't recommend that you have the opportunity to pass it up, but I'll call upon him. What you see here is that Teira, the, the sitting and learning being the Dalad Amishal Alocha, is so profound, so you have to realize what it is you're being bekabbled, what it is you're receiving, is nothing. That um, that that could be better. This is this is the beauty. This is the kliyach of Torah, and so uh, this is what we have to know. And we uh, there was a yid that um, yid made a a, a seam one day. I heard the story twice. Once he made a seam of moy cotton. Once it was a seam of nazi. It were two separate stories. So when he he made a seam of moy cotton. So um, he makes an announcement. He's making a seam of moy cotton. The way cotton's not from the biggest mesechness in Shas. And this guy was not your big London per se. And the buddy's making a scene on the way cotton. So everyone figured, okay, you know, it's a nice thing. We'll go to the scene, come to the scene. The guy made a scene like it was a, 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 a flashing, a spread. And he had, it was not, not shy, not to be believed. There was everything there, like he mortgaged his house to make the suit. And the place was decked out. It was the fan. And so after the Sutta, the guy, you know, he reads the words, he can barely read the Hadron. You know how it goes when a guy can't read the Hadron. So you read, yeah, I'll call upon him. So um, at the end, they go to him, what's Pshat? I'll tell you the story. He says, I was in Auschwitz, or whichever one of the concentration camps. And after a while, you know, it, People were affected, you know, people walking around, they lost their minds, they lost everything. You know. Guy on top of me in the bunk next to me, constantly mumbling to himself. I figured, man, that book, the guy lost his mind. Come says to me one night, I see him mumbling and then he's crying. I said, What's the matter? What's going on? He says to me, Listen, maybe you think I'm a shigu and I want to tell you something. I'm chazering Shas. I know Shas Balpeh. I just got stuck on Daftes and Moir Cotton. I don't remember. Do me a favor. I want to make a scene on Shas. I'm not going to make it. I'm probably going to die tonight. Promise me you'll finish Moir Cotton and you'll make a scene. I just finished Moir Cotton and I'm making a scene, not just for me for this year who died in concentration camp in the middle of finishing Shas that's his scene this is the scene he made this is the, the greatness of Klal Yisrael the godless of Torah and that's what Torah is and so we, we, we merge with Kai Neshama with uh, the Bruch and Torah is also the idea that we're made up of the Guf and Neshama like the Mesil Sisharm says it's a Moshul Viroini Shenosa Bas Melech you have the guy from the hick town marries a princess. So on one hand, she's used to the fanciest things, 
and you know what's he used to so you know they get the first anniversary he says baby tonight we're gonna party i'm gonna we get a six-pack of bud light and we're going window shopping at kmart right you know? <laughs> so so what, what's he gonna offer already has nothing to offer it said that the neshama comes from shamayim comes from the kisei covenant and the goof comes from the worms right so what are you offering how do you merge these two entities, right? So you got to have an owner's manual, right? You know, I remember my first time I rented a car. I couldn't figure out how to get the key out of the ignition, right? And, and you know, so that finally I figured out that there's a button you push, you know, not like my car. And then the worst part is you got to get gas to return the rental car. And they never tell you how you open up the gas tank. I'm trying to pry it open my keys. Like my car, you know, you don't have any problem. You just open up the gas tank, pour in the gas. And here, there's a special lever you have to pull. And who knows what? Who ever told me such things? I'm not used to this. I had an old, uh, who knows what. So anyway, so you got to have an owner's manual or it doesn't work. And I remember when I was, when my kids were growing up, so you'd go to, you know, to Kmart or whatever, you bought them a bicycle. And I'd say to my wife, I'm not going to pay the extra $10 to put it together. I'll put it together myself. Then you come with the instructions, you know, insert part A to part C with a counterclockwise move and B into D into E. You got to have a a college degree from Harvard to figure out these things. So I I figure, okay, I don't need to look at the instructions. I can put it together. It doesn't make, hey, put it together. So, you know, it's it's interesting. They left us a bunch of screws, a bunch of things, you know. (laughs) My kids get on the bike. They pedal twice. The whole thing falls apart, you know. If you don't have uh, the directions, you got the hot that sort of. The tire is the owner's manual for life. If you want to know how to live your life, how to beat the freedom, you got to use the owner's manual. That's just the way it works. It doesn't. So you wanna you wanna eat. So the neshama doesn't want to eat. The neshama is not interested in food. The neshama is interested in ruchni. the body wants food. How do you merge the two together? Right. So you merge the two together. You take you take the food and you make a bracha. And you follow the laws of of, of kashras, and you say shtikol toira by the table, and you say birchos hamosin, and then you eat the food. Then all of a sudden, the neshama has sefritin kaiden zeh hashem. So the kind neshama comes together with birchos atayr to show us if you want the neshama to merge with the guf, the eitz is birchos atayr. The eitz is limen atayr. When you have limen atayr, then you'll have the solution. To all of life's problems. So we should be zoicha to be mekabel the Torah and to keep the Torah, to learn the Torah, and to be dovek takodesh borchu yisrov v'raisa v'kodesh b'richu chad. Mentioning the Torah, you mentioned that you're doing the Torah. I said, "Oh, good, I've been working on this. I was working on the Torah that you 